Hi everyone, welcome to Growing Boy Stories. My name is Stephen Dunham. In each Growing Boy Story, Adam and David love each other because they are brothers. Of course, they get into arguments and even fight with each other sometimes, but they love to do everything together. Their parents help them learn how to play, get hurt, comfort each other, and play together again. Along the way, Adam and David have so much fun and love their lives. Listen to their stories right here on Growing Boy Stories. Why do we have to go to a women's basketball game? Complained Adam. Yeah, can't we go to a men's game? Asked David. Aaron, their dad, eased himself into the driver's seat of the minivan and adjusted his rearview mirror to see big brother Adam and younger brother David in the way back seat. A moment later, Mr. Garcia loaded himself into the passenger seat. Jose and his younger sister, Juanita, entered the side door and jumped into the middle seats. Boys, Juanita has been playing in a basketball league at the community center for two months now. Mr. Garcia wants to take her to a professional basketball game, and he's invited us to go with them, explained Aaron. Yeah, but why do we have to go, asked Adam. Couldn't we go to a men's game instead? Mr. Garcia craned his neck, head, and shoulders around so that he could see the boys. Mr. Garcia had dark, medium-length hair, a full beard, and always liked to wear dark sunglasses with gold wire frames. You guys don't want to see a women's basketball game, he asked. Adam looked down. Not really, he said. Mr. Garcia looked at David. David shrugged his shoulders, which meant, not really. I understand, said Mr. Garcia. When I was young, I wanted to see men play sports too, because that's when I, that's what I was used to watching. After Juanita was born, things changed for me. I started taking Juanita and Jose to women's sports too. Jose their big friend and Juanita's older brother spoke up. I didn't like women's basketball either, but the more I started to go to them, Mr. Garcia interrupted Jose. You mean the more I dragged you to those games, he asked. Yeah, the more my dad dragged me to women's sports games, plus, the more I started to like them than before. Plus, they're a lot bigger than us, so they play really strong, explained Jose. For a moment, the whole inside of the minivan went silent. The silence was only 10 seconds, but it felt like 100,000 seconds. Do I get to see Baptiste Johnson play today? asked Juanita. You certainly do, said Mr. Garcia. Juanita leaned back in her seat and pulled down on her jersey, which revealed Baptiste Johnson's number, number 20 which was yellow and upside down for her. Juanita loved Baptiste Johnson. Aaron parked near the basketball arena, and then they entered it through the front doors. Jose held Juanita's hand as the two families zigged and zagged, dodging literally thousands of people while walking the long hallway that wrapped itself all the way around the arena 
underneath the arena seating. Every 25 steps or so, a doorway led from the hallway to the basketball court and the 15,000 seats that surrounded it. As they walked, the two families passed hot dog carts, cotton candy vendors, and burrito carts. Stay close to me, boys, urged Aaron. You know my phone number if we get separated, right? Come on, Dad, we know your number, said Adam. Okay, okay, just checking, said Aaron. Loud music and voices blasted through the doorway entrances to the basketball court and arena seating. I can't hear you, yelled Vicky V, the announcer from the basketball court. Roar, yelled the crowd. I still can't hear you, yelled Vicky V again. Roar, yelled the crowd again. The noise from the arena was so loud that Adam feared the whole stadium might fall on top of him. He slowed down and then stopped in his tracks, covering his ears with his hands. Aaron sensed that Adam had fallen behind, so he spun around, returning to Adam with now a concerned face, realizing that Adam felt terrified. Adam, I forgot to bring the earplugs. Let's get napkins from this hot dog stand over there, he said. Aaron shredded a napkin into small pieces. Then he stuffed Adam's ears with them. Ow, Dad, that's rough, Adam complained. Oh, I'm sorry, said Aaron. Do you want me to take them out? No, said Adam, but they don't feel good. Adam raised his chin, turned his neck, and saw David and the others down the hallway. Without saying a word, Adam bolted after them, zigging, and zagging and zigzagging again all around the people. Mr. Garcia, Jose, Juanita, and David were talking to two women in basketball uniforms at a table with pictures of Baptiste Johnson and her teammate. As Adam and Aaron approached, they heard the conversation already in progress. I want to sign up, said Juanita. Me too, said David. What are they signing up for, Aaron asked Mr. Garcia. Kids put their names in the basket. If the, their name gets picked, then they get to play a game against two middle school girl players. It'll be those two against five younger kids, explained Mr. Garcia. If the kids win, then they each win a basketball. If the middle school players win, then they get to throw whip cream pies in each kid's face. Two middle school girls, pfft, that's easy. Sign me up, said Adam. I need a new basketball anyway. Don't be so sure, cautioned Jose. I've seen them play. They're really good. Yeah, but anyway, it's two against five, said David, who was listening. We just have to pass the ball up. Adam, David, and Juanita placed their names into the basket. And then they made their way to the seats amongst 15,000 fans, all cheering for Baptiste Johnson and the whole team. The entire first half was full of intensity. Both teams ran up and down the length of the court, shooting bank shots, posting up, and setting pick and rolls. In the last seconds of the first half, 
Baptiste Johnson drained a three-pointer to tie up the game, 39-39. Okay, all you kids out there, announcer Vicky V yelled into the microphone. It's time to find out who will compete against Maya and Halima, our middle school players of the month. Remember, if our five contestants beat Maya and Halima, then they will each win a brand new basketball from Fast Break Sporting Goods Store. If they lose, then Maya and Halima will ever so nicely throw a whipped cream pie to each of their faces. The crowd went silent. Five names were picked. Adam, David, and Juanita all began jumping up and down, cheering and throwing their arms up into the air because Vicky V had just drawn their names from the basket along with two other kids. In addition, Mr. Garcia and Aaron both had wide smiles from ear to ear as their sons and daughter all proceeded to the basketball court. The rules were simple. The first team to score a basket won the game. Adam stood next to the referee, or who was holding an orange basketball. Adam noticed that she wore black pants and black shoes. Adam looked up and noticed she wore a black and white striped shirt, clutched a silver whistle in her mouth, and wore her brown hair in a ponytail. She was really tall. On the left side of Adam stood David, with his brown, curly, shoulder-length hair, white t-shirt, and blue shorts. On his right side stood Juanita in her yellow and green basketball uniform, with Baptiste Johnson's name and number 10, number 20, on her jersey. Juanita's hair was tied up in a ponytail, too, and her smile was like a beam of sunlight that permeated the whole arena. Two other kids stood beside them, Maya and Halima. The middle school players stood in front of them on either side of the referee. This will be really easy, Adam announced. They're not even taller than me. Juanita, David, Adam, and the other two kids bent their knees, waiting for the referee to start the game. The referee handed the ball to Juanita and blew the whistle. Juanita dribbled twice and passed it to another girl on their team. That girl dribbled to the top of the key, but she got cut off by Maya, so she passed it to David under the basket. As he raised the ball to shoot, Halima swatted it out of his hands and out of bounds. The referee handed the ball to David, who was out of bounds and told him to pass the ball back in. David spotted Adam with two arms wide in the air. David threw the ball in a huge arc over Halima, and then Adam caught it. Adam dribbled several times and then attempted to shoot. Unfortunately, Maya stole the ball right out of his hands. She passed the ball to Halima, who was at the top of the key. Halima dribbled a handful of times across the left side of the court, until she found Maya under the basket. Adam, Juanita, and the other two kids on their team surrounded her. Halima passed the ball to Maya. Everyone darted towards Maya, who was dribbling towards the basket. They tried to grab, steal, and block Maya, 
but she raised the ball over her head and released it into the air. The ball kissed the backboard and dropped through the net. In the next moment, Adam wanted to be angry, but Maya and Halima were already congratulating all of them on bravery for playing in front of 15,000 people. Adam lifted his chin, and he felt himself taking a breath, his stomach beginning to relax. He felt included and affirmed. Adam saw the basketball laying on the ground, grabbed it, dribbled it two times, and shot it. A small smile grew on his face. Finally, Adam noticed the crowd was cheering and clapping, but it wasn't for Maya and Halima. It was for all of them. They were clapping for all of them. Suddenly, Vicky V was standing next to them with her microphone. Hello, fans from around the city. Let's hear some noise, she called out. Roar, yelled the crowd. Well, I know you have been expecting a whipped cream pie to the face for our contestants, but I just received word from our sponsor, Fast Break Sporting Goods, that they have decided to award both of our teams with brand new indoor-outdoor like leather basketballs for their efforts today. How about that, she said. The crowd clapped, cheered, and whistled at this turn of events. David's jaw dropped open. Adam raised his arms triumphantly, and Juanita clapped and smiled. Not only that, said Vicky V, but here to present the basketballs is none other than our very own Baptiste Johnson. Roar! yelled the crowd. Juanita jumped up and down, clapping and raising her arms. As Baptiste Johnson approached, Juanita ran into her arms, hugged her, and said, I've always wanted to meet you. Adam noticed that Aaron and Mr. Garcia had joined them, and soon they were snapping photos with their smartphones. If you could see those photos, you'd see that Juanita, of course, was tightly holding Baptiste Johnson. But if you look closely, more closely, you'd even see that Maya and Halima each had their arms around the shoulders of Adam and David, and that Adam had a smiling face full of joy, peace, and openness. Later, on the drive home, brand new basketballs were bouncing around, smudging the upholstery and squeaking against the windows. Well, everyone, what a treat that was during halftime, commented Mr. Garcia. I see you all had a good time. I had so much fun myself and I didn't even win a basketball. Adam, David, what about you guys? asked Aaron. I know it was a good women's basketball game, but did you have a good time? Oh, yeah, replied David. Me too, said Adam. I didn't want to go, but I really like it now. They were really good, Maya and Halima. Halima even told me to keep using my long arms, so I'm going to be doing that more often. As they drove home, the minivan rocked from side to side because the whole group was rocking side to side, chanting, We love women's basketball! We love women's basketball! Well, everyone, what I like so much about this story is how Mr. Garcia and Aaron helped Adam and David into trying out something that felt new, uncomfortable, and even undesirable. However, Adam and David's hearts were open enough 
that in the end, they were able to enjoy a professional women's basketball game. They didn't have to enjoy it, but I'm certainly glad that they did. In the end, they had so much fun laughing and playing with each other. And for me, that's the best part of all.